The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. Well, today is World Day of Decent Work, and it's a day that's recognized globally and really brings to the fore the conversation around decent work and where we are, I think, not just as a society in South Africa, but even as a global community when it comes to uh, creating decent work. This is something that comes up often, right, especially when you see disputes that are taking place between labor and several employees the issue of decent work will always come up. Dr. Dennis George is the former General Secretary of FEDUSA. He joins us now. Uh, Dr. George, good morning to you. Thank you for your time today. Good morning, Kathleen. Good morning to all your listeners. Let's talk about then decent work. What is decent work? Yes, look, decent work has been globally now adopted as one of the sustainable development goals of the United Nations, right? So the goal number eight, talk about decent work and economic growth. So in other words, each country is now obliged to implement the instruments to achieve decent work and economic growth. And South Africa have done and have made progress as far as that is concerned, because we introduced a national minimum wages, we strengthened collective bargaining, we gave the workers a voice so that they can engage with the employers. But more important, the employers have also committed to make decent work part of the business strategy. And that is very important for any country. And so therefore, for us as South Africans and celebrating with the rest of the world the issue of decent work, it gives us today a chance to reflect where are we, what progress have we made, what can we still do to advance and promote decent work? Because, you know, decent work gives people dignity, decent work gives people um, um, uh, income, and, and that is important. But we know the global mm. economic, the global economic um, COVID has set many people out of jobs. The economy is not growing as it is, so there's a lot of work for government, business and labor to come together to put action plans in place to advance decent work for all in South Africa and the rest of the world. When we look at, again, that definition of decent work, it's about the creation of various opportunities, right? But for, for all individuals to not only be able to find work, but to have salaries and wages that, or an income that is deemed a fair income. A country like South Africa, unfortunately, is lagging incredibly behind on this question of, of fair income, because we're dealing with these high inequality levels, and at, at the heart of that is because there are these income disparities uh, between different people in the workplace. Yes, no, I 100% agree with you, and what we have seen recently, that inflation was uh, spiking because of the fuel prices that increased, and what happened, an ordinary worker that, for instance, working in a hotel, that person, for instance, has to spend 100 rand a day just to take a taxi from point A to the workplace and tonight to go back. So if you take that 100 rand and you multiply it over a month, you can see about 30 to 40% of the workers' income are spent on just getting to work for transport. 
And we know the taxi industry, they are very quick to increase the prices when the petrol prices go up. But when the price, the petrol prices come down, they don't reduce their prices. And that's the reason why we say to government, please introduce a public transport system, both on the trains, both on the rails, because we need to protect the incomes of our workers. And that is very important. And then we also have to create a massive amount of jobs, especially for young people. I mean, if you look at South Africa, the young people that don't have opportunities because the education system doesn't prepare all of them for a job. We can see a small number of people um, move through the education system from matric to higher education. Whether the person wants to become a hairdresser, whether he wants to open up his own small business, and all these things. And that is why government must sit down with the youth to talk how do we create economic opportunities for them? Because they are the people that's the future for our country, that's the future, and we must support them. And companies must, on the value supply chains, must make space for young people to participate in the economy. And unfortunately, that is the area where we fail hopelessly. So on the one side, we have workers that's working, that spends a lot of money on the income on transport. On the other side, for young people, they're looking for opportunities. They're looking for things to become creative. And young people are part of a society, and that is very important that we must put those objectives right at the top of our agenda. Mm. Of course, opportunities, as uh, I was saying earlier, are, are always to be welcomed. But again, when we look at really what falls under this definition of decent work, in, encompassed in it is really job security and also having con conditions of employment that are compliant with labor laws and with international standards of, 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 of labor practices. Yes, look, um, as far as South Africa is concerned, uh, since 1994, the South African government, together with organized labor, when I was still General Secretary of the Union, we sat down with business and with government. It was sometimes very painful, but we had to push business to say, look, we need to adopt a minimum wages. They were fighting with us, trying to make the wages to as low as possible. But at the end, we won the case, and that was an achievement for that. Then we must also promote collective bargaining, because collective bargaining gives the workers a voice. Because you find some companies, they see the inflation is standing at 7%, and then they come to the workers with a salary increase of 3%. That is already putting that workers on the back foot because the cost of the food, the things that they must spend the income on, that's the reason why they feel they've got on the short end. And then there's the issue of um, getting young people involved in the economy, creating opportunities for them. I think the banks can play a much more bigger role than what they are doing today. And that mm -hmm. it needs a more hands-on approach um, to help them and to, and to support our young people, because I'm very passionate about young people, but the important thing from government side is the skills development. The skills development has to go hand in hand with the other support measures. 
how can we be having this conversation differently, especially because it requires the buy-in of those who are doing a great deal of, of the employing in, in this country? Yes. Look, the, the issue of the buy-in, um, if I can give you an example, after I went on the retirement, you know, some companies called me and said, Dennis, we want to put you on our board to be responsible for the social and ethical development. We're putting a budget aside where we can get. So every listed company have already bought into that process where they spend X amount of money and they report that in the annual financial statement as part of the United Nations social development goals. So the framework is there. What we need to do is we need to lift it up and to popularize it more and to get people to know where they must go to if they need that support, mm. you know, in other words, for the opportunity. And that is very, very critical and very important. But we can do it. I'm very um, optimistic about this thing of, of the sustainable development goals because it starts with the United Nations. It involves the International Labour Organization. It involves the social partners in Netflix to do these processes. And that is the reason why we are very, 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 very happy to, to, to be part of the process and to support the process because that is what we want to achieve for our youth, but also for our society to deal with poverty, unemployment and inequality. All right, Dennis George, we'll leave it there for this morning. A former General Secretary of FEDUSA.